Aloha. Hello and welcome. We are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. You're listening to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Episode number fo fo five four forty five of the show. Quarter to five. Thank you very much for being a listener. We appreciate your patronage. As always, I encourage you to send us an email. I got an email. Oh, let's see if he followed up. Got an email from a close friend of the show and it just said does the email work and i just and i responded yes the email works i don't know if some people are having a problem with the email but it's still the same address mailbag at the baller lifestyle.com additionally you are encouraged to call us and leave us a voicemail 949 949- Four six four eight two five seven TBLS is the voicemail line. Love hearing from the listeners, but also the written word is nice too. Yeah, I just said, is the email working? Just followed by the person's name, followed by the sent from my iPhone thing, and I just I said yes, it is. The email is working. Um, also, you can support us via our. Click the link in the show notes and subscribe to our bonus content there. Somebody somebody had an issue there this week. You just click the thing and then you click another thing and then you click another thing. And you get you got it. You sign in and you give them, you know, your credit card and you're good to go. Five bucks a month, 50 bucks a year. Redcircle.com. Click the link in the show notes or go to the ballerlifestyle.com. Click the link at the top of the page. Any of those. We're going to get you there. Uh, I am joined now, as always, by Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? Doing well. I just had a sojourn to Nashville this weekend. Oh, nice. Good time. Yeah. Uh, Went to a Predators game. The game was kind of boring, but it was cool to go and just hang out with buddies. Hockey's always fun. Yeah. You know, Um, it's cool to go to cool cities. Yeah, it's a good it's a good town. Um Did you go to Kid Rock's bar? <laughs> the boot scootin' hootenanny or whatever it's called? No. We, oh. we Yeah, that's that's uh Although it, the the hockey arena is right on Broadway near it. So yeah. We, I suppose we could have. We just we just got a steak dinner. Oh, uh, you, you you know what you should have done is you could have left the hockey game. Who the Preds play? They played the Flyers. Flyers oh. won. Oh, great uniforms on the Flyers. So, they so are orange but, and black, yeah. but that gorgeous, that team, no, gorgeous, gorgeous unis on the flyers. You they know what you could, unis. you know what you could have done is you could have left the Predators game, then hopped on a pedal pub. Oh my God, those are everywhere. <laughs> and then s- embarrassment. S- sipped on a blended <laughs> daiquiri while woo! you <laughs> and you got you got a woo at every every uh, pedestrian. Do a lot of wooing, and then you then you pedal yourself over <laughs> to Kid Rock's bar and say what's up. To the, I'm sure he's there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's probably performing. Yeah, well worth with it. Little Joe. 
With the little guy? Yeah, no, he's that his little his little buddy sadly has left this plane. Although he stopped exploiting him. <laughs> I think the hologram technology could bring him back. Oh, that would be great. Right. Like the got, return of Joe. Yeah, we got like the way more jacked Tupac. There's been others that have returned via hologram. Why not the um tiny Joe? Um is sent for my iPhone still a thing? I don't you know what? I don't I don't email from my iPhone, but I think I might have it on there because I just never oh. I just never took it off because I don't ever email from there. But I think I did randomly go to send an email from there a while back and I looked down and I'm like, oh, that's on there. And then I didn't I just didn't have the energy to figure out how to take it off. Hmm. So, I mean, I've had it off when I used email more on my phone, but I just don't I really try to ignore email on my phone. So I, I think I could, I have to self-report it. I think I am guilty of being a sent wow. from my iPhone person. Now, if I send an email, I go and I, I, or an email, I go down there and I delete the sent from my iPhone thing. Okay. What, okay. No, what's that all about? That's just that it's, it's marketing, right? That's uh, they're trying to yes. sneak it in there. Yeah. I, I got rid of that like day two. Yeah, no, it's bullshit. Um, um, somebody sent me this and it turned out to be a two year old story. So I didn't, so I didn't oh. include it in our regular, but yeah. I don't, I, I'm shocked that we never discussed this, Tell me. that in 2020, there was an outbreak of armpit herpes at BYU. <laughs> I, you know what? Somebody sent that to me too. And then, but, and then I looked it up, but I, I think they said it was not herpes. What's another one? Gonorrhea. Well, it was one of the real hard to spell ones. Maybe maybe not herpes, but yeah, it was. This and I, from I the realized, soaking. Yeah. Well, and the, oh, and then soaking came up this weekend. Yeah. And my buddy said, it's not just staying put. Then you get your buddy to jump on the bed. Are you fucking kidding me? Because this is my buddy, Matt, sent me the exact same thing. You he's, get your buddy like, to jump on the bed. So you're not doing any thrusting. Yeah. yeah they call it a Provo rodeo. Yes, this is. Yeah, we are so crazy. out of the loop. Yeah, so so at BYU, they're 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 having their way with armpits. They're soaking. They're getting buddies to jump on the bed. Now it's a did, whole whole thing. Did you there. was the was the armpit herpes thing? Because if you get herpes in your armpit, like can it get other places? Is it just is it a localized thing? Hey, hey friends of the show. Those of you that are stricken or um, living with, or I'm not sure the right terminology, I just don't want it. Um, if you got the herp out there, the H dog, the simplex virus, HSV, send us an email, mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com. I don't like if it, if someone has it on their mouth, right? Yeah. They, they you, can give you it to your be, genitals. Yeah. You shouldn't be um, allowing mouth herpes to go anywhere. I feel like I might have dodged a bullet on that one. Um, For sure. Yeah, I'm I'm scanning the article and yeah, it's not it's a lot of words. So and so if you got if you have if you're in an outbreak, if you have a lesion and that and you just swab that lesion on any part of somebody's body, they can get the herp dog in that place. I don't know. And just in that place? Or does it just go to the place that herpes goes? Who we need a doctor. Is there a doctor in the house? Doctors. 
949-464-TBLS. If you are a physician also, just we can have you on the show to because I have lots of questions about sure about I've never had any um STIs. Yeah, no, I'm not I've never done that. So but I it's it's it just doesn't pass the logic test to me that yeah, I'm sure BYU people are fucking each other's armpits. This is not a surprise to me. But that 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 uh, seems very believable to me. Yeah, yeah, but also they could be like fucking like when I'd be closer. Like even if you weren't down to fully do the soaking, right? You could do you could do you could like just like you know like f- put your dick between their butt cheeks, and then so then you got herpes in the and also if they're not. If you could be doing what I yeah. thought sex oh, was yeah. when I was like seven, yeah. when I didn't really know the mechanics. Yeah, I I just thought like because you would see some things on TV or movies, and you just think everybody's just kind of rolling around down there. They're not actually, yeah, yes, inserting no. right. Th- yeah, that could be. Yeah, that would be. Uh, f- to me, that's better than an armpit. Yeah, armpits. Yeah, it's oh, not a sexy part weird. of the body. And also, like, just use your hand. But is then the hand? I feel like God hates hand release. Yeah, I I have a feeling that that's probably like the soaking type thing. Like maybe maybe yeah. if you if the hand stays, I don't know. I I like the I like the buddy jumping on the bad part. That's, I, that, well, that's yes. great. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, we live in a world of consent, you know. So this is. You're not allowed to have, you know, a buddy um, peeping through the the slats in the louvered closet door, like I think if like you're Paul down, used to do in college. So it's if, yeah, you know, like you can't. You yeah, have to say hey in the closet thing, right? Yeah, you say hey if we're gonna soak, we're gonna soak, and then um, Brentley and Heridimus are gonna jump, come in here and jump on the bed while we soak. Do you consent to that? Right? Yeah, I, I think if you you are consenting to soaking i think yeah it, you have to let them know that the buddy's involved but it makes sense that yeah that if you're down with soaking you'd probably be down with somebody helping the motion for sure yeah because you i imagine if you're soaking you leave the at least the and, and i'm t- talking about from the well for both i'm gonna say both both would leave the up the top part of their temple garments on and now, then just take off the lower temple garments if I, if it's two men and soaking is still, that's yeah. technically not performing it. Would they be okay with male soaking? Well, no, nothing. So no, that's not allowed at all. But but no. If they're saying, "Hey, we're not having no, we're not having no, gay uh, sex. Uh, we're we're male soaking." Nope, definitely not. Although you would need somebody like you'd need like a sumo wrestler to jump on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I imagine oh, quite a bit of that goes on, but, and, and maybe they, they rationalize it to themselves, but I guarantee you, I don't, I don't need a church elder to come on the show to tell me that that's not cool. <laughs> They're not with that. Ed soaking also known as marinating. Yeah. You heard that right. Marinating or floating somehow both worse than soaking. You Soaking sounds so disgusting. I've always heard or even used marinating as a like day drinking. Like I've been marinating all oh, day. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. 
Totally. Bad. Totally. Bad I've used before. Yes. Ted showed up to the golf course for our super twy round. The dude was marinated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, marinating or floating is a sexual practice. I mean, is it of inserting the penis into the vagina, but not subsequently thrusting? Reportedly used by members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints as a purported loophole in the church's ban on premarital intercourse. 2021, a video about soaking went viral on TikTok. The thing is, if God is all-knowing, yeah, there's no loopholes. Yeah, there's no of loopholes. Not. Of course not. He knows that you wanted to fuck. The practice is said to sometimes be accompanied by, and again, this is worse than Provo Rodeo, jump humping. Jump humping is humping is like that's a tough one, which involves enlisting the help of a third person to bounce on the bed in which a couple is lying while they are engaged in soaking, thus thus generating the missing element of motion without allegedly making the couple responsible for the presence of the motion. Or to use I mean this is they're really doing some gyrations to get around the book here. The third person has been termed the bed jumper or provo pusher. I'm 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 gonna call shenanigans on the jump humping. I think that part's just made up. I need an actual Mormon to call me nine four nine four six four TBLS eight two five seven. I need somebody to admit that they were a jump humper or a or a um Whatever the third, uh, a bed jumper or, or a provo pusher. Also, also two things. I need somebody to tell me that they've done that because I'm not buying that that's ever happened. B, I would like to volunteer to be that for someone. If you're, if you're down to soak and you're of age and you're listening to this show, I will come to you and I will do that thing like you do when, uh, when like somebody gets a truck in, somebody's in the bed of a truck and you bounce the bumper up and down real hard. I'll do that. I'll come, I'll come and be your own Provo pusher. I would volunteer you, for that. Do you think like when you check in to freshman dorms, there's a big no jumping on the bed sign? Oh, for sure. 100%. 100%. It's in that because they have that. What's the book called? It's called the, the honor code. The honor code, which yeah. means if a black person gets caught with a woman, they <laughs> yes, get yes. evicted yes. from the school. Well, they only recently they only recently allowed him in, so that's hopefully it's not an issue. Uh, wow, yeah, that's uh, how did we get on that topic? I've already forgotten. Uh, oh, somebody, somebody called. Sent me the the link about the armpits. Yeah, there's no way there's no way that armpit herpes that is made up armpit. Oh, that's what it was. Crabs, crabs. I, that's more believable because there's hairs in there. And you take out the little mini comb, the crab comb. Armpit crabs at BYU. When you type in armpit crabs at BYU, at, that's the first thing. Alleged uh, 10 hours ago, Ed. A 10 hours ago it happened? No, it's, uh, there's a story from 10 hours ago. Alleged armpit crabs outbreak at BYU unleashes chaos on social media. A tweet claiming BYU had an armpit crabs outbreak is going viral and the internet is in disbelief. But so, there was an article in 2020, yeah. and this is somebody just referencing that article. Yeah, social media has erupted after Twitter use a Twitter user allegedly on alleged on Saturday that an armpit crabs epidemic swept. So the institution has not addressed the rumor. So so this is look, this is not this is not a legitimate story as no as it has not been reported anywhere other than in a tweet. 
So what's um, more to come on that? Hopefully. Yeah. I, I volunteer though. I, you know, I, one, I don't think it's happening, but also if it is happening, I volunteer to be the hands off. I'll look away. I'll, I'll, I'll wear a blindfold and I'll, and I'll just put my butt on the bed and I'll like that bounce up and down on the bed. I'm, you know, I weigh two, two Oh five. I get the bed bouncing for you. I love jumping on the bed as a kid. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Fantastic. Maybe not as fun as the other person. That's yeah. That's the more fun part. Um, but you know, I'm not bound by any honor code, so I don't, I don't have to worry about that, Uh, but I'm willing to help you if you are. Sure. by such rules um ed i got some bad news for you oh no according to frankie mooney's oh malcolm in the middle a malcolm in the middle reboot is coming oh come on there's no way cranston's a part of that cranston is supposedly writing it uh, now this is one of those things where I have to assume because Cranston, the guy's a great actor and he, he always seems to be pursuing interesting jobs. Yes. He doesn't seem like the type. He's in a lot. He's always doing interesting stuff. Yeah, of course he is. And he's great. And he's, you know, he's, he had his success later. He was just a character actor for a long time. Then he booked, you know, he's on Seinfeld. He was uh, d- the dentist. Tim Watley. Tim Watley, the anti He was great. Yes. He, he, oh, no, he was the, he was Remember the. when he converted to Judaism? For the jokes. Telling Jewish jokes. Yeah, for then, the jokes. That's right. And then Jerry's like, no. <laughs> oh, speaking of Seinfeld, I saw this tweet today. Uh, Seinfeld, maybe it started on this day in 89 or something. Or if somebody was born the year Seinfeld started, they'd be the age that George Costanza was when Seinfeld started. What? Yeah. Wow. So he was 33. What? No, that's impossible. <laughs> and Seinfeld is 33 years old. What? Today. Yeah. Of course, then when Seinfeld was 39, he had a 17-year-old girlfriend. They don't talk about that that much. They had so uh-huh. rarely brought up. Stern used to bring it up and they had a big feud. Now they're okay now. Oh, they are? They're buddies? Well, you know, they're out in the Hamptons. Jessica probably saw a, uh, made a truce for them. Yeah. According to Frankie Muniz. Now I've never seen Malcolm in the middle, so I don't. So I used to, because I think it was like a Sunday night show because you would always see the, you would always see the promos during like NFL football. Yeah. Like after football. And I used to be like, Oh, there's Tim Wadley. He's, he's got yeah. he's got his own show he's now. Some money, and I was like happy that he was getting paid, but not not curious enough to watch that show. No, definitely not. Muniz. Also, that's one of those last names. Muniz. Muniz, who starred in the yeah, let's just call him Munoz because it makes it right. Easier that's to probably say. what it was. The Emmy win who starred in the Emmy winning sitcom as a teen revealed in a recent interview that his former co-star Brian Cranston has been working on getting the cast together for a reunion. There's no way he doesn't need the money because this is only a money grab. And yeah, it, uh, it just doesn't add up. No, he's, he's, he's but then again, didn't Frankie Muniz have a stroke and he can't remember recording Malcolm in the middle or something. I, he's got, I think he's got something happened where I remember reading. He doesn't remember making that show. Yeah. He's got a lot of beefs with people. He starred, um, uh, has been working. Oh, 
quote, he's kind of heading, writing the script and getting everything rolling. He said, so there might be something. No, this is one of those things. He's just bullshitting. This he's is like, bullshit. Yeah, I'm, I'm kicking around ideas. Yeah, pretty sure. He felt, he felt kind of bummed out that Frankie's got no gigs. Yes. When, when asked if he would join the product project, Muniz said he would, quote, be down 100%. Yeah, I mean, he's probably could use the scratch. I haven't seen him do much lately. Now, Frankie Muniz is one of these... Um, He's one of these guys. He's like the opposite of a how fucking old is this guy? Because he's been around forever. Yeah. And he still looks like he's 18, even though he's right. 36. Also, I recognize I'm seeing a picture here of the cast. And I recognize that one of the that the older brother on the show is the IRL brother of noted Scientologist Danny Masterson, who is on trial for rape right now. Yeah, he's always covering up that face as good as he can with the mask. Smart. (laughs) Really smart. It's like it's like when Harvey Weinstein put up his uh, his his suit jacket like so you couldn't see him doing the perp walk. It's like, well, we know what you look like, Harvey. (laughs) Yeah, we're not we're not confused as to who it is. Who's under the jacket? Right. It's you. That always is kind of weird when they when the Unabomber would be going to court and he'd hold up the. He'd hold up the um, handcuffs like in front of his face or whatever. Like, how about the Unabomber? The sketch. What a terrible police sketch job. Whoever described that was not describing the Unabomber. That was a way hotter Unabomber. Yeah, he looked dangerously sexy. Man, the the real life guy looks like you know man of the woods. I um I once went to a um I once went to a Halloween party with a guy that was dressed as the Unabomber in Unabomber times. Yeah. As the police sketch. And then ever since then, I would see the guy like once or twice a year. And I'd be like, Hey, what's up Kaczynski? And I just call him Kaczynski. And he fucking hated it. He would get so hurt. And I'm like, you're the one that wore the costume guy. Like not me. I didn't just make that up. You chose to be a horrible murderer. Who was kind of right about certain things. <laughs> he was right about all of it. He got MK'd. Um, I was, I, I, it must have been like senior year, college, junior year, whatever it was. But somebody, somebody in the bar I was at on Halloween was dressed as the police sketchy, the Unabomber. That's great. And somebody told me there was a, like a friend of a friend. They're like, that guy's dad was killed by the Unabomber. <laughs> that guy over there. And no. I was in the bar. I was no. in the bar because he was a university professor yeah. or something. Yeah. I mean. And they're like, they're like he's going to get his ass beat. He's dressed like the Unabomber. Well, I mean, look. What, what are you going to do? Like, what are the odds that you're going to show up to? Because the I'm Unabomber only got like five or six people. Yeah, I, I, it could have been bullshit. Like, of course it was. That's what, yeah. that's what somebody told me in the bar. And I yeah. was like. I was kind of like glancing over to see if yeah. anyone, if anyone's going to be throwing hands. Well, that's that's a whole um, thing this year because people are going as Dahmer, and apparently Simone Biles, <laughs> she's going as Dahmer. No, she's the, she's the one who gets to rule. This is how fucked up of a world we live in. Simone Biles is the one that gets to decide if it's okay to dress as Dahmer. For Halloween, and she said no, and now 
And now um, Amazon and other places are no longer selling Dahmer costumes because it's insensitive. Doesn't does it make sense? Who's with Simone Biles? I don't it's know. Not in, it's not an Olympic year. I, so know. I didn't think we. I didn't think those like <laughs> Apollo Ono. Like I, I thought it's only during Olympic years that people check in with the Olympians. <laughs> exactly. They don't. They roll them out of their. They keep them in a little hall, and they're like, "Okay, guys, it's well." The Olympics are every year now, by the way, as are the World Cup. So it might be you. It might actually be an Olympic year, Ed. Simone Biles may be ramping up to not defend her gold medals because she got the twisties or she's pivoting. Maybe she's trying to get a gig on The View and she's like, hey, no, uh, that's a good point. No more Dahmer costumes. Now this the new Dahmer. You don't get the twisties on the on The View. You can just sit there. Yeah, you just sit there and you cash a big ass network check. The, The new Dahmer is much more hunky. Than yeah. the original Dahmer. Well, he's still pretty creepy. Like, he's, I wonder yes. what kind of other gigs he's going to get. I, I think he's been in other stuff, right? Is he's, I, I Maybe, don't think he's but, a newcomer. Yeah. Uh, by I know. the way, there were three deaths, but so, but he may have been attacked because I'm looking there, there are, there's got to be 20 victims, but three died. Right. Like shrapnel, severe nerve damage, yeah. loss of four fingers. Yeah. Oh wow! Well, because he was so, he was in that he was in that um he was in that shack and he was taking like little pieces of silverware, like cutting them. Up. He'd get stuff at yard sales and make it into shrapnel. Yeah, even even before he went fully off the grid, I'm looking at a picture of like young Kaczynski. Yeah. He never, he never looked like that sketch artist. No, that was just a completely bullshit, it's, bullshit thing. He's probably some other guy. This I mean, is, it was a guy in a hoodie and sunglasses. Yeah. It was, it was probably a rent boy, a, a gay prostitute, sorry, sex worker. Cause that's what the guy looks like with the big glasses and the hoodie. And not many people were rocking hoodies back in the seventies and eighties. So it's a, it's a pretty good look. It's a great look. The guy looks and he's got that beautiful head of curly hair. That is the, the Unabomber sketch is not a guy that looks like he's been MK Ultrad. He looks like he's he's going, you know, he's headed to the gym. Wait, I didn't you know, I certainly didn't read the, read the whole manifesto, but some crime writer noticed his obsession with wood was a large factor in the bombings. Oh, Who's obsessed with wood? I don't know. That is a weird. And also who could who could be bothered to read an entire manifesto? I mean, you could be obsessed with some things, not wood. No, wood is a weird. I like wood. It's a dependable thing. Uh, but yeah, no, I like a nice table. Like I like who doesn't? Who I doesn't like, like a nice table. Yeah, I like like wood furniture, but I mean, obsessed like a good old uh, wooden bench could uh, yeah, be good. Yeah, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to fuck a knot hole over here. Yeah, like that, that chick who fucked the Eiffel Tower. Right, right. That's- she was obsessed with 19th century metal uh, steel structures. She's, she's apparently doing better now. 20th century. According to somebody I know that sees her at a certain meeting yeah. of where people don't admit they go to that meeting. Apparently, it's she's doing better. The, the Eiffel Tower fucker. Now... His brother turned him in. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think 
he got the million dollar reward? I think he did. And I think he, you know, just like flipped it to charity. Yeah. Yeah. I look, I'd probably work something out. It's it's tough because it's blood. But also you're like, hey, look, it, nobody would have blamed me if I didn't say anything. I mean, he described in his manifesto fascism is a kook ideology and Nazism yeah. as evil. Yeah. Yeah. And and right. He warned of the dangers of technology. That, right. Which we're seeing today, which we're seeing we've, born we've out. We've seen Terminator 2. Yeah. I, I'm not it. cool with just killing professors, but, no. you know, sorry, right. he had bad delivery, right. but he, he made some good points. How about how about, how about the running man? The, the running we, man. Right. You know, that just, was that was that was all about uh, the uh, Homeland Security. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and listening in on our phone conversation, turning life or death, into turning uh, game shows into life or death battles with prisoners. That movie, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a really good. Is that Paul Verhoeven? Because Paul Verhoeven did RoboCop again. Similar idea, privatizing we, the police. We did these movies, right? Yes, we didn't do RoboCop. We didn't. No, we did. We talked about it. I don't know. It's still, it's a great movie. I watched we it not that get long a couple, ago. Come, you know, as the holidays come, yeah. we usually have to free up a couple of weeks. So yeah. we gotta we gotta think about maybe a Thanksgiving it's week movie. A, a friend, a certain friend of the show, has put his hand up for uh, Wildcats, which we discussed. Oh, so put that love Wildcats. Yeah, we'll put, love that. Yeah, that's that's actually football Thanksgiving. Yeah, let's do that let's for do Thanksgiving. It. Let's do it, Wildcats. Um. So just to button up the Malcolm in the middle thing, I saw this week, Ed. Yeah. They've, they've brought back quantum leap. I've seen ads. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's not the, the gorgeous Scott Bakula. It's some Rando. This is just like what they did to us with Magnum where they're like, Hey, it's Magnum, but now he's a twink Latino. <laughs> not, not the dreamiest fucking most hirsute, beautiful man ever to live. He's yeah. a little guy that any any of us he's, could he's could too, wrestle into a raping. He's too groomed. He's too groomed. This is w- women don't swoon. Look, I'm sure he's a perfectly nice guy, but women he don't swoon. Pretty, he looks pretty handsome, but there yeah. was a rugged, handsome. There was a danger yes. to to the original Magnum. Magnum was six feet five. He played volleyball at USC. He could barely fit in that Ferrari. He, his shorts were fit in those shorts. Yeah, his shorts were so short that that big old six five dong was about to fucking pop out at any second. I mean, it was. I'm getting chills right now. I, you can't. Do, there's not two Magnums. There's only one. I'm getting angry right now yes. because it's also reminding me. There's a friend of the show who claims he's never seen it. I know that's crazy. This guy. <laughs> this guy. He's he comes up with some shit. It's it's stunning. We don't need any more reboots, right? We don't like what's next? Hogan's Heroes. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I'm not. Nazis were hilarious. I'm I'm not opposed to reboots in any way, shape, or form. F Troop. Like if they rebooted. The Fugitive or something. It could no. be cool, I yeah. guess. Yeah, that I was a reboot. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm just saying, like, there are certain formulas that could work. Do, uh, yeah, you could do a do-over. But Magnum was selling. Yes, it's right. There's only the one. Show, the show itself, it was selling. Yep. That's Preach. where the reboot doesn't work. You can't, Preach. You can't reboot Different Strokes because it was Gary Coleman. That's right. And but also they, a reverse, how re- fucking old is this guy? <laughs> even though they rebooted like two years into Different Strokes with Webster. Oh, yeah, that was bullshit. Like, uh, let's find a black kid with a, go- a growth problem and have white people adopt him. Yeah, with Alex Karras. Alex Karras. As, as Mr. Papadopoulos. Yep. Didn't he? Didn't, didn't he have Susan. to? Susan. Oh, I mean, if you guess, if you knew that. It's, Susan should something. should go on Jeopardy right now. Um, and then they got married in real life. Ma'am. That's right. George. That's right. Is he still with us? No. He I think passed? he died. I think Mongo oh. only reached the great beyond like two years ago. Oh, yeah. Three years ago. Yeah. I think he had to do. He had to sit out a year for uh for pete rose and the vikings yeah gambling i yeah. think yeah he and somebody else prominent yeah paul horning maybe that sounds right yeah could be uh okay look it's you know it's things to consider it's, to to recap i will be your provo rodeo partner i don't have to Me watch too. but i'd like Me to too. yeah the uh also um, I'm calling bullshit on her on armpit herpes. I need a physician that is willing to explain to us if that herpes goes directly in the place that the lesions touch it. And if they've seen armpit herpes, I need to know about that. And also we're done with reboots unless we can com- be convinced. Uh, like, you know, Ed, you know, Kay Cameron's been calling Netflix about doing a holy version of growing pains. Oh, I'm sure. Sans boner, R.I.P. Um, yeah, you know what? I, the best type of reboot I'll, I'll I'll say is if there was a good idea, but yeah. they executed in the '50s right. and it kind of sucked, right? And you can make it better. Um, you know, I, I love to point to uh, True Grit. Oh yeah, oh yeah, great reboot Way because better. they actually yeah. used a great actor instead yeah. of a hack actor yeah. like John Wayne. Yeah, and the Coen Brothers and. Barry yeah. Pepper and yeah, no, it was really good. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with that. I, I support also, that. Also, to recap, Unabomber was pretty much right. He was right. Yep, it looked nothing like Unfor- the thing. Unfortunate delivery. Yes, he's. He, you know, he's had had he not been made insane by large doses of LSD administered by the CIA, he might have used his powers for good rather instead than of, taking people's fingers and obsessing over wood. Yes. And yes. blowing off well, there's probably there was probably a wood related aspect to it for, from when he was at Harvard and they were injecting him with high doses of LSD. <laughs> like there's probably something wooden in the room and now he's obsessed. <laughs> how these things go. OK. And also yeah. to recap, the Eiffel Tower chick is getting better. She's better. She's apparently I mean, it's been I haven't heard that for a few years, but a few years ago, I heard that the Eiffel Tower chick was doing well as she was seen in a secret meeting. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk some sports here. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. 
I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my green rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? Susan Clark was, was ma'am. Susan Clark, that haircut. Oh. <laughs> Tough haircut. Like Kurt Warner's wife. How were there two kid men with a similar affliction that they made shows about? Like, who it's, how much cocaine were people oh. doing where they're like, hey, we need a, us a little black kid adult? to do a show well, with if they got like one hollywood does this all the time there were two prefontaine movies there, there was Dante, deep impact yes and armageddon it happens the two prefontaines so the, is insane it's, it's insane within a <laughs> yes, year of I each know, other i know and we had the uh the black box in college where we just got all the pay-per-views i love for free. that yep and so one of them was on constantly and it was like the Leto time, one? Yeah. Uh, no, I think it was the uh, Crudup. Crudup. Yeah. Yeah. And I think eventually I started to, to like know the lines. Yeah. Like it would just be on in the background. I'd be in the kitchen. And I'd be like, you know, I'm going to go out hard that first lap. Like, it was just like <laughs> what? what? Uh, so, middle distance runner? Two two movies? So you had a preferred prefontaine. You'd be like, get this. The Leto one would be come on. You'd be like, get yeah. this piece of shit <laughs> off. Let me, let me know when Crudup comes on. That's my prefontaine. Don't get in that car, Steve. Don't get in the car. <laughs> it's late. You've been at a party. Oh, was he? Was he a little sauce? Got, I don't think oh, so. Wow. But I think he got. I think he got uh, torpedoed by someone oh. who did, or maybe he fell asleep. Right. It was something like that. Wasn't, wasn't, he was drunk though. Wasn't a Mary J. Cope, wait, Mary Jane Kopechny. Oh no! He, he didn't get in. He didn't get in the car after having sex with Ted Kennedy. Oh. That didn't happen. <laughs> Okay, no. <laughs> and then Ted Kennedy showed up, well rested and dry. The next day, the next day, yeah, he's like, hey, I, uh, I tried. I forgot to. Yeah, uh, you want to get the rescue teams? Uh, somebody's in the in the, in the yeah. lake. Uh, yeah. Okay, what? When? When did you go down? Yeah. Uh, Fourteen hours ago. Yeah. Does this mean I can't be the president now? <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> No, that's 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 kind of a disqualifier. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Who knows anymore? Uh RIP. One RIP. Yeah. Very sad. In the NBA world, longtime official Tony Brown died after a a long battle with pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Fifty five years old. I, I I think I read he was battling for years, which like a couple years, which that's a you long know, time. It can some can sometimes be months, but like awful. I, yeah, I've 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 known some people, and yeah. it's it's just it's. I mean, it's, it's the worst. Know, everything's heartbreaking, but but that one you get it, and it's like yeah, it's too late. Kinda, it's too, by the time they find it, it's too late. Um, yeah. what's her name? Also went a long time. Uh, Aretha Franklin. She lived like uh, four or five years after her pancreatic and diagnosis. Wasn't that didn't RBG have it for a long? She time? had all the cancers. Probably yeah, she, she was. She was. Yeah. You know but what? You know what? Uh, cool of her to hang on there. Yeah. That was nice through of her. another administration. That was, nice that was, of her to that do. was really good. Yeah. 
Good for democracy. Yeah. yeah. She, we needed her there. Uh, you know, pancreatic also got our guy. Swayze. The Swayze. Yeah. He, I, I thought, I thought it was uh lung cancer. Cause that dude loved his heater. He, he did. Well, you know, um, pancreatic, I think is uh, very um, prevalent amongst the cigarette wow. tobacco using community as well. I think it's mm-hmm. right up there with lung cancer. You get it a lot of times um, when you're a smoker. Um, speaking of people that have passed, yeah. to, gone into the great beyond yes. Kobe Bryant. Oh, so sad. Came, came out that uh, he refused to go out to eat without saving two extra seats for black Mamba. His, his, alternate ego or something there's only wait there's only one there's only one black there's wait so he had an imaginary friend but two of them there were two black one was one black and the other one mamba (laughs) i don't kobe Kobe bryant's fame and name far exceeded the sport of basketball in its community the Lakers legend carried his team to five hard-fought championships i mean three three of those three of those were with shaq Shaq got the first three in his 20 year career. Brian amassed countless stories and legends. Most of them bad players who clashed with him on the court. Speak of his competitiveness. This is one of those um, like Indian rewrites. This is like an AI. Yes. To be on. I had a call today and I'm still not sure. I'm still not sure. I wasn't talking to an AI because it's like, uh, Hey, I'd like to speak to Brian. I'm like this Brian, And they're like, uh, it, and he's like, this is Dan Smith. And I'm like, what? Dan Smith. And he's like, I need uh, to confirm a couple things from the audit we discussed. And I'm like, okay. And then I was like answering questions. And I'm like, I don't think this is a real person. But then he was like, I, um, and then he started doing with the disfluencies. Um, okay. So now that we, ha- and I'm like, do they program these in? Cause I'm not talking to a real guy. Yeah. I, I could see them programming that kind yeah. of thing. in. you know how they go, Hi. Oh, yes. I gotta, I yes. gotta fix my headset. Yes. That this, yeah. I wasn't sure. And this was like a 10 minute call. So additionally, if you are a doctor that knows about how if armpit herpes are real and, yeah. or you also are, have studied or developed AI, let me know if I was talking to a real person or if you've soaked also a soaker, also a soaker and anybody that needs a Provo rodeo performed. All of yeah. those people call us covered a lot already. Uh, so, so Kobe Bryant, yeah. this like I know the this story was told like man, he was just something else. Like this is a crazy person. Crazy this thing. is not. This is yeah. not like. Yeah. This isn't like oh he got to the uh, the gym an hour before everyone else because he just was so driven. This is just yeah, crazy, crazy behavior. Yeah. Uh, so- It's no wonder, therefore, that he chose to create two clear, distinct personalities. But what happened when Kobe wanted to go out to eat? Well, naturally, he booked seats for the Mamba 2. And here's a tweet. Kobe Bryant made $323.3 million in the NBA and wouldn't go to dinner without saving seats for his alter ego. There were drinks sitting all the way around. I don't know. Wait, he ordered drinks for the Mamba. Tim Grover. Who, well, I mean, it's he got him its seat. Oh god! I do that sometimes. I do that sometimes where I go. I, I like I don't care that. Um, like sometimes I'll go have a couple beers by myself, but sometimes yeah. I'll go and like my chick will be like, "Hey, I'll meet you after work," and I, and I'll get there first, and I'll like save the seat next to me, and then somebody will come up and be like, "Hey, 
is this seat taken? And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, actually I'm waiting for somebody. And then it's like, maybe like 10 minutes goes by and I'm like, Oh, do they think that I'm you're, pretending you're like Lloyd Christmas? You're like yeah. Lloyd Christmas and dumb and dumber. Yes. Yeah. Or, or Kobe. Oh, Bryant. She must've meant 10, 10 PM. Yes. Uh, I, Oh, Oh, Tim Grover, who trained Michael Jordan and Bryant, revealed that Kobe would book two seats for Mamba Mentality whenever he went out to dinner. Oh, God, I hate him so much. Grover, we finished a game. Kobe and I decided to go out to eat in a restaurant, and he goes, I need a table for four. I'm like, it's just the two of us. I didn't ask. He continued, I said, Kobe, who are those seats filled with? He goes, wherever I go where they say everyone tries to hide their skeletons. He goes, I bring everything and all of me with me, the good, the bad, the indifferent. And those seats are are for those individuals because they make me who I am. Oh my God. He's horrible. He's horrible. What, what is that? And he's still, we still haven't. So is good and bad. Like, yeah, that, Black Mamba's just one extra personality. Yeah. Why is why he's got two? a he's got a whole bunch. He's got there's different sides to him. Ed is this reminds me of that one roommate that we all had that would get blackout drunk and you'd be like, dude, you fucking tried to fight the cab driver again, and the, and their excuse was always, bro, I was blacked out. Like they, like they didn't do. You tried to make out with the best man at the wedding. He's married to my sister, dude. That's not my fault. I was in a blackout. Like, do you think? Yeah. Do you think he blamed the whole race yes. on yes. on the other guy? It wasn't him. It was Mamba that got the knee surgery with a side of Vanessa. coercive sodomy. Vanessa, I'm getting you this giant diamond yes. for the bad behavior of my Ma- friend. For what Mamba did, Mamba was probably the one screaming, "Fly through it, Mamba mentality!" to get to that eighth grade girl's hoop tourney. Yeah. Well, at least it was worth it. Yeah. Totally. Um, Gerard Piquet, oh, who's yeah. like a, a really good uh, soccer player for He's, Barca. The man is gorgeous. He, yeah. Uh, he is, and he and Shakira recently split up. Yeah. He is potentially having to wear Shakira on his Barca kit weeks after divorcing her. Because she's like, she like, like bought a sponsorship like a, or something. Yeah. It's like, I think it has to do with like, Spotify or some something where they're putting artists, they're rotating artists. Yes, that's and great, Mr. Shakira. Yeah, so like he's got to look at all his teammates wearing his ex-wife's oh. image. Well, it could be worse because currently the team is who's sponsored by Spotify has the name Drake printed on his on their jerseys, mm-hmm. which is slightly more gay than having Shakira on your jersey, Drake. <laughs> According to Marcus, Shakira is close to cementing a deal with Spotify that would make this scenario a possibility. Well, I, I don't. I mean, Damn. she does. She does need the money because she yeah. owes some back taxes. Yeah. She's, she's looking at a hard time in the Spanish um, jail. I would like. Yeah. I would like to wear Shakira if possible. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Given, so, given the opportunity, so yes. <laughs> I would like a Provo Rodeo, if that can be arranged. Um, no matter what Barca decides to do, they will not be nearly on the trash level of this franchise. The Washington Commanders, they had a 50-50 raffle 
and the winner's check from the club bounced when he tried to cash it. But it's, they don't have commanders. Don't have Venmo. It's amazing how bad they are at everything. They had the state of Washington on some of their merch. Yes. Yeah, we did that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh God, I hope they can find a way to kick this fucker out. Now, where? So, I've been going to games my whole life. Yeah, I thought fifty fifty was just for like high school events. Yeah, no, they have it. They have it at Dodger Stadium. They have it at every sporting event. There's some I kind of it's raffle, just like a charity thing. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's yeah. The um, half of it or whatever goes to the Dodgers Dream Foundation, but like it can be a couple hundred grand. It it can, it's it usually gets up over a hundred grand when you wow. go to a game, and it, you know, it's. I was with somebody, and they've. They bet on it, and I'm like, oh, now I do it. And it's a sucker bet. I throw 20 bucks at it every time I go to a game. Why not? Wow. I know. It's so dumb. But I, I won't if I go to a commander's game because they don't pay. No, and here's the tell that you won't be doing it at a commander's game because nobody goes to commander's game. Yeah. People Very sad. hate his guts. Very sad. Um, Hans Niemann. Oh, uh, update in the world of chess. Hans Niemann has sued Magnus Carlsen and yep. chess.com Good. and is seeking a hundred million in damages yeah. for the old anal bead gate. So it's, it's told to me that Magnus Carlsen, because he's a grand champion, he's in bed with chess.com. And this, that's why he claims to know that Hans Niemann was cheating because chess.com has the back end, you know, is, uh, because he plays online a lot and that's where that's where he does he primarily does his cheating but the, Hans Neiman he's doing the smart thing he's like look you're you're you've sullied my reputation by saying that I I go to tournaments with anal beats and I cheat via via ass massage which isn't cheating just, by the way ass massage is not cheating FYI I just told I just hope he writes an OJ type book, like if I did it, so we can find out like how that all works. Yeah, I would like to know too. But it's this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to defend your name, otherwise you look guilty. I won't. He he has like no chance of winning. Of course not. But he defended himself. But this is like a way that you can officially stamp like a a proper disagreement with the cheating allegation. Is there money in this in chess? Do they have like spot? I mean, do they? Do, does he? Listen, is Hans Neiman going to have Shakira on his? We just learned shirt? about all the all the money for fishing tournaments. That's true. That's why, a good why not? Again, like fishing. It's, that's I wouldn't regional. Think is a big is. Yep. I wouldn't think is a big spectator sport. Just like I wouldn't think chess is. Yep. So there's there's money in international. I won't venture to guess what will happen in Hans Niemann's $100 million defamation lawsuit against world chess champion Magnus Carlsen and Grandmaster Hikaru Nakamura, who are among the many who have accused the young plaintiff of cheating. As others have pointed out, Neiman faces a number of straightforward legal challenges. Even if he meets them all, practical roadblocks abound. Yeah, so he can't win. Hold on. Oh, then it's the single move thing. Look, I'm... I'm I side with um, I side with Hans Niemann because Elon Musk is one of the people that accused him. Yeah, and he had a really weird tweet. Somebody asked him if he played chess, and yeah. I really hated reading he's it. Like, I don't, ha- I don't a, have time. I'm busy going to space. Yeah, he's just getting hair Yeah, Elon Musk. 
Tweet, um, major papers covered the scandal. Yeah. Now we've we've uh, really kicked the hornet's nest with Texas A and M in recent weeks, and yeah. people got very fi- fired well, up and piled on and piled on. Look, I mean, some of the and shit I have a feeling kind of weird. A yeah. percentage of the people piling on, yeah, are University of Texas fans. Of course. And now it's their turn to eat shit here. Yep. Although, to be fair, Jimbo's on a three-game losing streak, including to South Carolina on Saturday. Oh, so. the Cox? Our yeah. Cox? So the preseason yeah. number six team is is now three and four. How is he not fired yet? I mean, he's because, now we know he's going to get fired, so we'll just fire him now. No, I gotta I gotta pull up the uh, the numbers we're talking. I would about. love to see the numbers. Okay, Jimbo Fisher three days ago contract buyout. How much money A and M would owe? Yeah. Okay, if they fire him right now, yep, they would be on the hook for eighty five point nine five million. That's a lot. That's so much they'd money. On, they'd be on the hook for seventy six point eight. Then 67.55, 58.240. Like if they fired him in 2030, they would only owe $10 million. So and crazy. And it doesn't matter because if they're, if in 23, they're on the hook for 76 million, that means they just paid the difference between 76 and 85 during this season. So it's like, you're going to pay it to him. Like the amount of money you pay to him is going to be the amount of money you pay to him. No matter what it's guaranteed money. And he's already talking like you you would just say, hey, I'm an Aggie for life. And he's saying things like, well, somebody said, would he ever consider going back to West Virginia? He's like, well, you never know. You can't predict the future. And you're like, what? Was he the coach there? I don't. Uh, was he before FSU? I, I don't know. Look, you're asking the wrong I just, guy. I heard, I heard somebody talk about, but like, I don't. I remember Rich Rod. I remember, yep. you know, Dana Holgerson. Dana Holgerson. I think he had the uh, DW. Yeah, Rich Rod's the one that's supposed. You know, he Maybe gets a lot of credit for inventing <laughs> the offenses that every team runs. Except that he couldn't. He's not that good of a coach because he couldn't do it. You know, he got to have now, good players. He's, maybe he's from West Virginia. I thought I yeah, heard. He looks like he's from him. West Virginia. No, he is from. Yeah. No, but like, it doesn't look like. No, he was. That's right. He he got his fame as LSU's offensive coordinator. That's right. Under Saban. That's right. And then he became the FSU coach. That's and, right. And won the national title. Yeah. So maybe he'll um, go home. Maybe. But mm. just the fact that he said it. Anyway. Yeah. It's. You know, and if piling on A and M, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there will be more to do eventually. But for now, right. we skip to Texas. My Steve Sarkeesian yeah. had to apologize for skipping out of the singing of the eyes of Texas after Texas blew their game against Oklahoma State this weekend. He just left the field, and people were all kinds of butthurt that he didn't stay and sing the song. You know, the song that they had in minstrel shows. Well, but also, why are you singing? First of all, why are you singing songs? Never sing after a loss. Yeah, and then B, two, you lost the game. Why are you hanging around singing the song? Like, you should be rushing for the exit after a loss. We don't celebrate a loss. Upset that somebody's singing after a loss. I mean, this is... You hate seeing when your team loses and the guys are like all like laughing it up yeah. on the field after yeah. you want them to be a little pissed off this i don't know how this sarkeesian 
with his eyes closer together than mine, continues to fail up. He's never been a good coach. Well, in his defense, he used to get drunk on the job, and yeah. it doesn't seem like he's drunk anymore. He used to get shit-faced. He was the coach at Washington. He was okay. He used to take a boat to work. He was, and Then he was the coach at USC. He was wasted all the time. Got sober. Got Had the same agent as Nick Saban, so Nick Saban made him his OC. And then Texas hires him? One of the great programs in all of the country, my horns. He, now origins yeah. tied to a minstrel show sung yes. by performers in blackface. That I don't, I don't approve of that either. I don't approve of any singing, but especially not when people got mad when yeah. Tom Herman, who really did a bad job yeah. there. Yes. I know his record against the Terps. So and two, yeah. um, <laughs> the, I think Tom Herman, cause there was controversy over that song. People are like, you know, it's a problematic song. Yeah. It's got bad roots. Yeah. Um, and he's like, okay, so, you know, because there were some, some black players that, you know, it was like, yeah. I'm not going to make them sing a fucking song that was like a minstrel show. Yeah. Song. Yeah. And he said, it's probably a good I will, idea. I will let them choose what they want to do. And people got all upset. Like, no, oh, you have to sing the song. You're obsessed with this song. It's tradition. Look, look, it's a dumb song. Singing. Come on. Singing after a loss. Now, I, the Sarkeesian, he's not going to last there either, but he did deliver Arch Manning. So does it? are they afraid to fire Sarkeesian because they might lose well, Arch Manning, my guy? I, th- I mean, they didn't on Saturday night, but yeah. I think they're having a decent yeah. year. I mean, they, I they're they, five and three. They blew the doors off of uh, Oklahoma. So yeah, that's, that's, that's good. a big deal. That's important. Yeah. Fuck Oklahoma. But they're, they're about to go to the both of those schools are about to go to the SEC. So, yeah. The big boy time is about to happen, but yes. Um, but my buddy used to live in in Austin, yeah. And because we we heard about this this weekend, he goes, "Yeah, they are like way into this uh, this Texas thing." He said his kids in school after the Pledge of Allegiance do like the pledge to Texas or something. Well, shouldn't they do the pledge to Texas first because they fly the Texas flag above the American flag? Oh, maybe they do it first. I don't know, but like, this is crazy. No, I know it's a lot. They're really into Texas. Yeah, they are. I know, you know, Hey, be proud of where you're from, but also don't sing at football, especially when you lose. There's a, there's a where you're from, but also pump the brakes. Right. Yeah. Like, like, you know, there's singing privately proud of have it. the singing go on other places. Like you see those, you see those guys down in college station and they're doing the high knees in oh, overalls the yell practice, clapping it up, clap doing mini pushups. Yeah. Doing mini pushups. And supposedly the, Hey, those guys cr- crush a lot of butt. And that's, that's even more problematic for the ladies of college station because they're, they're indoctrinated into that. And so I would yeah. say don't sing in general. Um, Antonio Brown was ordered to pay a mover that he assaulted 1.2 million. What is who? What? What do you do? Do you think the Sandy Hook families collect before this mover collects? Because I, I just don't see. I don't see Antonio Brown living long enough to yeah, I'm to pay this. And also, do you think Antonio Brown reaches out to Vontez Perfect and says you got to pay half because? <laughs> You gave me brain damage. That's right. You blindsided me. Antonio Brown's bank account is about to take a serious hit. TMZ has learned 
He's been ordered to pay a moving truck driver $1.2 million after he allegedly attacked the guy nearly three years ago. I would love to be attacked by a celebrity, Ed. Yeah, I, I want an altercation. His Cuban links. Yeah. Just take that off and give it to him. One That's got to be 1.2. Yeah. Per court docs, the jury found Brown liable for 407000 for Tumanov's past and future medical expenses. Well, he got a good lawyer. As well as 793 for past and future pain and suffering. Yeah, so he's probably got a you know, concussion or something, an undetermined injury. Tumanov initially sued the ex-Buccaneers wide receiver. Oh, wasn't he like getting, we talked about this on the show. He was like getting something repossessed or something. Oh, and then he, yeah, he smashed the truck. Yes. And then I guess hurt the guy in the process. Yes. Um, Claim Brown snapped on him when the two got into, oh no, he got into a, dispute oh yeah because this guy moved his stuff and then he's like okay you can go ahead and pay me now and antonio brown's like no i don't do that part in the suit yeah severe 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 bodily injuries uh the receiver though ultimately cut a deal with prosecutors yeah so he got off for the assault but now he's got to pay 1.2 and i've said this this by christmas 2023 Antonio Brown will no longer be uh, alive on this planet. Assaulting people. Yeah, and this guy's not getting his 1.2 unless he gets it from the state. But I imagine he's going to have to line up because lots of people, I imagine Antonio Brown owes lots of people money. Let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tit. He's run well in Armenia. few voicemails to get to here, Ed. First up. Brian, Ed, what's up? I think you know why I'm calling. Oh, this is our buddy Dave in Salt Lake for work. Good guy. A lot of controversy around David in Salt Lake for works attack of state schools, namely the maize and blue university of Michigan to which we had an unfortunate response from Mark, the nomad last week. So if you're not caught up, you might need to catch up on those two episodes to hear this the, the major beef going on between these two guys. Let's hear what David's got to say, but uh, you guys got something coming in the mail that I've been uh, slacking on. Sorry about that. Uh, I was not shitting on state schools. I'm a state school graduate. I went to Florida State, but graduated from the University of South Florida. I was talking about Michigan fans because I've been around them a few times, and they were making fun of our Florida State Seminole gear. And there was another time it was just so obscene and talking to other people. I have never met more arrogant fans than Michigan fans Mm. 
ever, except Florida he's, Gator he's fans. Not, he's he's yeah. not wrong that they're 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 a rough crowd. Yes. Like they're they're rough. They're not likable. They're very arrogant. Yeah, oh, I could see that. I could see, and but, there's a lot of them. That being said, yeah. Ohio State fans are like twice as yeah, bad. That's true. That's true. But he does. He doesn't have personal interactions with them on the level of Michigan fans, at least. Right. Yeah. Same. My point was that it's like, calm down. You don't go to Harvard, Yale, That's Princeton. Right. You go to a Long state, state school. Yeah. I'm a state school prodigy. That's so, right. And a Marine Corps prodigy. So fuck Mark the Nomad. <laughs> he's extremely mad, probably because he's got a small penis. And he doesn't listen mm. enough because I'm here for work. And you want to knock my resume? Buddy, let's line them up. I don't really give a fuck. I get laid with a big ass fucking dick. You clearly don't. And yeah, the Seminoles haven't had a, go, a good run of it. And I don't even really follow USF. That's just where I went to school. So that was my take on state schools. Like, calm down. I mean, and what's his claim to fame? The fucking Tab Five, Tab Four. Yeah. What is that in the nineties? No. So They're the big shorts. Anyway, they're annoying. They're awful. But also, Ed, you're right. Ohio State fans. I was at the Sugar Bowl. They are fucking probably number two. They are the worst. They would put shit on our hotel door, you know, about uh. Florida State Seminoles. And um, just just really, really awful fans, too. Well, All right, guys. Take care. And take care. Uh, much love for state schools. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that, David. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. And congratulations on your big penis. Congratulations on your big penis. And like, yes. yeah. I can't, Very I can't, uh, you can't fuck with a Marine. No. Marines are tough motherfuckers. No, that's true. Okay, here's another one. Hey, guys, Super Lee here. Super Lee. I first want to start off by apologizing to Mateo. Mateo, I heard the voicemail wrong. It wasn't you. It was David Salt Lake. Well, this, we've had a lot of, um, you know, I thought, I thought the A&M Texas thing would be the big thing, but now we got a lot of college, yeah, college, college rivalry here. Yeah. I love it. I like it, too. My bad on Twitter for calling you out for state school things. Dave, you are incredibly wrong. State schools are the best. Michigan, however, is bad. And let's be honest, Mark and Omed, you made things worse. And Michigan's <laughs> a fine academic school, except when it comes to you. You were the guy who wrote the book and it had misspellings in it. <laughs> so you were smart enough to get to Michigan, but not smart enough to get spell check. Oh, my God. Come on now. And then did you write the book while you were driving to get your vasectomy reversed for the second time? Not smart moves, my buddy. Not smart moves. And Michigan fan is bad. Ohio State fan is bad. But you guys are missing the worst of the worst. Wisconsin fan. Fuck them. Fuck Russell Wilson. Fuck J.J. Watt. I just fuck the Badgers in general, but hey, not not Scotty, not Scotty, Kyle and Scotty. Bye. Oh, fuck Brad Davison, the uh, the guy who was the basketball player there for like seven years. <laughs> what about also, what about Frank Kaminsky? Also, Frank Kaminsky. also fuck yeah. Frank Kaminsky. Yeah, <laughs> and all those big white guys that they always have there every yeah. year, every Final Four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one. Hey man, I just found this on some Twitter. Don't really know what it is. Uh, my name's Kyle. Uh, thanks. Bye. Okay. <laughs> so he's. I assume. I assume because the phone number is on my Twitter at Brian Baxter. He's. He was just saying he's, hi. He's. His name's Kyle. Do you just randomly call phone numbers that you see? <laughs> I kind of love that. 
He just calls you. It's like when people you ever get this call. Hey, um, it's, I missed like chat roulette and showing yeah. his penis. Yeah. Hey, hey, I got a missed call from here. Oh, I didn't call you. Oh, you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Like it's what? Like you just call? I get missed calls. I miss calls every fucking day. I don't call them back unless I know who it is. This is crazy. Kyle, become a fan. Theballerlifestyle.com. Here's another one. Hey guys, Ed, Brian, Baller Nation, what's going on? So, um, I haven't formatted this call in my head. Not that that'd make much difference anyway. So it's probably lost fifty bucks to Stu on the Chargers game. Chargers Seahawks. And Geno Smith looking good with his small penis. Yeah, he's got a small ass penis, but he's puts it puts it right on the fucking fingers every time, right on the numbers. He lets you know he has a small penis. Yeah. He tell you he's got a small penis, but he gets it done on the field. Also, he can run. Guys, he speaking of West Virginia, because it's him. Yeah, who said it. That's right. Exactly. He was very open about it. Probably going to be a little rambling if I can even remember. But uh, the Seahawks inexplicably just beat the fucking Chargers. So yay! Um, yeah, I know. I Venmoed you fifty bucks, Stu, that you took off me, and also I wouldn't. Because the it was like charges were laying five, and I'm like, I can't. That's not. That's a bad number. Like I'm not. I'm so, not going to bet that because the charges aren't five so he, points better. He gave you five extra points. Yeah, he bet me straight up, and guess what? Jeez. I lost. Wow. I wasn't confident even then, and you know what? I was right not to be. But the reason for my call is it's kind of selfish. I've been wanting to do something for the Baller Nation greater than. What I am doing, you know, is what I'm doing every month. You know, it's, it's nice and it's a good thing, but you know, like I want to feel like I'm doing something. So let me get to the point. The point is, is I hashtag the ball. Well, I do the baller lifestyle tag on each of my Twitter posts when I'm playing live poker. And I, Stu's killing it at poker, by the way. He's like, yeah. he's in a groove. I follow him on Twitter and he's uh, like, he's crushing, he's winning tournaments. He's, Final tabling tournaments. He's winning money every week. I've decided yeah. that the Baller Nation is. I'm. I'm paying to be sponsored by the Baller Nation in the sense that when I win any any prize pools less than a thousand dollars, ten percent goes to the Baller Nation, wow. and then above a thousand dollars, I'm going to have to say like three percent. What? <laughs> but I never. I never sure. really. Those, those those tournaments are more far few between, yeah. but because uh, you know, like, let's do this, and Dude, I'm gonna get some on. swag, and we're gonna do this. I don't want to say too much more, but uh, go fight, win, you guys. So I'm gonna I'm, love the show, and uh, we'll talk later. Stu, you're the best. I'm gonna give Stu. Stu's gonna have our logo embroidered on his uh, on his game day gear for when he plays, so he can be love that. a baller lifestyle player. We love you, Stu. Good man, he's the best. Um, other than the 50 you know, bucks I've, I've thought me. about this for years. If any of you have like a little league team with a reasonable sponsorship deal, yeah, you know how sometimes they're like, yeah, we still are looking for sponsors. Yep. For like, I would love to have a baller lifestyle. Let's do it. I'm in little that. league team. I'm in that into that mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Reach out. Hey boys. Oh wait, I've started reading it like it was an email. One more. Hey boys. Uh, couple LSU. comments. This is LSU. I want a voice on this guy, son of a bitch. Last week's episode, 
the the issue with uh, it was I think it was Tennessee AD asking for money for storming the field. So the money the SEC finds them when they they go on the field. So it's not to replace the goalposts, but uh, I know LSU for some reason that damn students ran on the field to be no miss this weekend, and it was like a quarter of a million fine. So um, which the Boosters will pay it, but that, that's why the AD was from Tennessee was asking for money. Um, the I'm trying to think what else there was. Oh, Docky sign. So, oh, I was talking about we we're talking about fishing. Yeah, they they just keep coming at you. Yeah, the shock and awe treatment from Docky sign. Yeah, and mine. I get the ones that say Docky Sing, and I'm like, well, this can't be legitimate. It's not even they misspelled the name of the company. I I didn't think I would use it as much as I do, but I I use it a ton. Uh, hell, I, it tells you how much how many trees you save. I think I've saved quite a, tens of thousands of trees by using it. But I, I know a lot of times with um, doing audits and stuff, where we've got a lot of different people in different locations that have to sign off on things. It's just a makes it a ton uh, easier to do. I'm really glad. LSU's versing us on this. Does he work for DocuSign? Is he trying to sell us on this subscription? Like I'm not saying I've I mean, never used it. I've used it. Yeah. I don't need this many I don't updates. Use, yeah, I don't use it as much that I can be fished into trying to get a better deal on DocuSign or DocuSing, right. as it were. Versus passing actual papers around. So oh, I do God. use it quite a bit. Yep. Uh, although I do see the Camp Lejeune and, and the DocuSign. Of course. Spam emails all the damn time, and yeah. they're annoying as hell. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I am doing more for the environment than the tomato soup tossing people. That's true. And finally, true. Ed, I was so happy to hear you make reference to Cable Guy, which is uh, probably one of my top five movies. It's a great uh, movie. oh, so I'm glad to hear movie. there's another big fan of it. So you made my day by, uh, by mentioning it. And going to the uh, whatever the damn uh, medieval times, yeah, oh, whatever yeah, the place times. is where the yeah. horses and the old people and yeah. all that crazy shit. So yeah. I can't think of it right now. Yeah, <laughs> mine's blanking out. So yeah. anyway, guys, take care. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, you know what's yeah. a really, it. really like underrated part of that movie is the underlying Menendez brother, the Sam the Sweet part. trial. Yeah. Brother, sweet brother, yeah. the Sam Street. It was and they get Asian gangs. He was speaking some kind of language. I think it, it, it was, was Asian. Asian. Yeah, so yeah, he's because so he's good. he's he looks just like Lyle Menendez. Yeah, he's got the sweaters it's, and the hair. It's it's amazing. No, I love that, that, movie, that too. It's that great. movie's so good. It's really good. Yeah, there's a there's a young, oh, and while we were talking, yeah, and while we were talking, you got, you got a seven you. minutes ago. I got a VA claim email. Attention victim ID 918424. You're approved for financial compensation in the Camp Lejeune yeah, trial. Yeah. <laughs> cancer water, dude. A lot of guys yeah. were drinking cancer water, apparently. Yeah. Uh, okay. DocuSing, Camp Lejeune. All great. We love all you guys. Thank you for everybody that reached out. Let's. I hit the wrong button here. Okay. Let's talk some things that are not, in fact, sports. Well, it's time, it's time for now sports, now sports segment, segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Now sports, now sports, now sports, sports segment. 
also I'm reminded of something because just in the in the in the few seconds that the not sports song was playing at at a cough. So I pushed the I pushed the mute button so I could cough. And yeah. somebody somebody who I know who I won't name messaged me and they're like, "Hey, um when you know he's like when you push the mute to cough button, he's like, "I'm I'm deafened. I'm I'm guessing that was definitely a sneeze." What fucking difference does it make? If I, if I had to yeah. sneeze, I would just say I got to sneeze. And I would push the cough button to sneeze. Yeah, but I had a cough. Like a, What's the difference? Is there a, a lie? Wait, 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 that's a weird thing what? to lie about. Yeah, it's not like, like, why would I hide? Why would I lie about a sneeze? A sneeze and cough just are say, equal to just me. Say I, I, I need to sneeze. Yeah, I got to sneeze. Hold on, I got to sneeze. You, the thing about a sneeze is as soon as I announce I got a sneeze, the sneeze goes away. Which is which is maddening. God, I love the feeling of sneezing. It's the best feeling, and you know sometimes it's like you could feel it in there, and you could try to look at the light to get it to yeah. like shake loose, and then you you feel the sneeze coming on. You go, oh, hold on, I got to sneeze. Immediately, you don't have to sneeze anymore. Right, you just got to let it come. Naturally. You just got to let it come. So yeah, if I had to sneeze, I would just say I got to sneeze, and then I would push the button. Okay, that's all. Uh, we got some RIPs. Oh, very sad. Rest in peace. First up, one week later. What? A child, a, a legend from childhood Christmases. Famous producer oh. Jules Bass. Yes. Producer of stop motion classics Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer yep. and The Year Without a Santa Claus. Yep. Jules Bass was 87. Rankin Bass. I bet he was raking cash from that being on every year for the last 60 yeah. years. I mean, like every single year they made this thing in yep. what, like early 60s? Probably. Mid 60s. Yep. And these things just play every single year. Never gets old. And also, um, remember when they came out with them on DVDs? I'm like, no, nah, that's stolen valor. You gotta, you gotta fucking catch it when it's on. Oh, you can't yeah. just pop in a DVD of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That's not how it I, works. I remember one year, and we did Rudolph for this. Yeah, we did show one that's time. Right. That's right, kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I remember one year, I was like six or seven, and I tuned in late, and oh, so yeah. like. I just missed 20 minutes that year, and it's like, okay, you'll catch this 20 minutes next year. Next year. You are fucked. Yeah. It was, remember, CBS had the contract forever. I think they might still. I think they still do. Yeah, it was on CBS. The one that was always, the one Christmas special that's always tough to catch is the Yogi Bear one that's basically exactly the same as the Grinch. I love, yeah, with the little, the the little mountain guy. Yeah. The little mountain guy and And Yogi. Yeah. And Yogi and Boo Boo wake up from hibernating in the winter. They never, they never, there's all the festivities at at Jellystone and they just wake up and they're like, fuck it. We got to be part of this Christmas deal. Yep. And that would show up on like a random local channel. Like you couldn't just, you just had to run into that. And that was like a channel 11 deal for us. Yeah. Yeah. Channel nine. Yeah. Yeah, the get, now the worst one. Snagglepuss. Oh yeah, the first openly gay. Yeah, character. <laughs> yes, yes, totally. Happens to Murgatroyd. Yes. Now the worst one, of course, is the um, the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Charlie Brown's like really sad. He's such a bummer. And, and uh, what's his name? Um, Charles Schultz when yeah. he made the deal because they're like, hey, we want to be in the Charlie Brown Christmas business. He's like, all right, we can do this. But there has to be 
a minute of like Jesus. Bible, yeah, Bible talk. Yeah. Like that was part of the deal. Ouch. Ouch. It's like there can be a time for everything. Like you don't, yeah. you don't need to preach during a cartoon. No, no, you don't. I prefer you didn't. But it's, I mean, look, Charles, like Char- Charlie Brown is Charles Schultz. Charles Schultz is depressed. Like he was a depressed. And the voice of Charlie Brown, I believe, man. is in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? We talked about that here. Um, R.I.P. Ron Massack, the sure. sheriff on Murder, She Wrote. That, that dude was busy. He was. It was uh, the sheriff on murder. She wrote, I guess, I guess he tapped out after he was like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to beat Jessica Fletcher by a few days. Yeah. But then, but then he died. Uh, he was also the voice of the stork on the Vlasic pickles ads. He was 86. Do you remember those ads? Yes, of course. He's a, he is a very recognizable um, face and voice. Yes. Yeah. Um, and what, what made me like stop with the Vlasic p- pickles thing is, isn't it weird how there was a like a full blitz publicity blitz for pickles, and now you just don't see it. They're like, I can't, we can't pay media buys just, during NFL games. Sell pickles, yeah. Pickles are you know they're cheap. You can't, yeah. No, I don't. Know, you a, just never a, see pickles. It's a cucumber ads. soaked in vinegar. I'm um, I'm, I'm a. I love pickles. I'm addicted to those Grillo's pickles. Do you have those on the East Coast, Ed? They mm. they come in like a big big bucket. And there's, they're so, they're like, there's like garlic and they're like so seasoned and they're so crunchy and salty. It's I'll come home from work and I'll eat like five. I'll walk immediately into the kitchen, pull out the bucket and eat like five pickles and then just go on about my day and then eat a couple more later. I buy every time I go to Costco, I buy two buckets of these fucking pickles and they last like a week and I, I eat the lion's share, obviously. So good. So good. Love a pickle. Uh, going from so good pickles to so bad, the creator of Red Bull, yeah. Dietrich Maschitz, uh, he died 78 years old. He, I've read, he was, he's worth like $25 billion. How? It's, well, how I know they like, that I know that they they own soccer clubs now, yeah. but like it came, the, the origin was, was, well, the origin was the, uh, the, like the sugar, like just, Straight up sugar, yeah. caffeine water. Yeah, caffeine water. Now, didn't isn't it called Red Bull because it had bull semen in it? <laughs> that's, that's what I've always assumed. Like, sort of like a, a cocaine yeah. situation. Bull cum, yeah. Uh, Dietrich Mateschitz, Australian, Austrian, sorry, billionaire businessman, co-founder, 49% owner of Red Bull. $27.4 billion net worth. God. <sighs> That's a lot of, that's a lot of, what, what, I guess, euros. What, what did, what were Austrian? Uh, Franks, I believe. I, the euro makes a lot of sense. Sure. But it was, but it was fun hearing the different. Oh yeah. Currencies. I totally agree. Um, Launch in Austria. Does it say, um, hold on. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to Google red bull and then I'm going to put semen and see what comes up because i look this could have been something i just made up fat fact check red bull does not contain bull sperm social media and no, this is something i've thought for years social media users have been sharing posts resurfacing the claim that the taurine used in red bull is made from bull sperm however red bull has confirmed that this is not true you know who would know ed 
Who? The liver king. Oh, because he, he partakes. He eats testicles. He eats, he eats, you know, all the parts of the bull. He would probably, he would probably be fine with the bull's semen. I believe he claims that the parts of the bull, like if you eat the bull testicle, it makes your testicles that much more robust and healthy. So if you're, if you're, look, think about it. If you're using the, the liver King's logic and look, the liver King's very red. I, t- I tend to not trust the liver. King's what? logic. What? Wow. Ed's so quick to judge. Dude, he, I'm sure he would be fine with red bull semen. Somebody reach out to the liver King. One, see if he wants to come on the show. B, see if he knows about there being semen in Red Bull. It doesn't seem like he drinks Red Bull as from as far as I know. A post from January 16th is being shared around social media. Uh, the post contains five pictures, one of which shows a question posted on a website. Do energy drinks have bull sperm in it? <laughs> Where the answer below says, yes, a study done by Longhorn Cattle Company. Tested some. Oh. This is all made up. Tested some of the Longhorn top. Longhorn Cattle Company. You know what they probably have to do every day at work? Sing, sing that sing song. The, the Eyes of Texas. Sing that song. Of the top. What if Longhorn Cattle Company was not was like Texas Pete's hot sauce, and it was actually oh, from like Arkansas Carolina. or something? Yeah. The uh, top energy drink brands and found that they do in fact contain bull sperm. The other photos show the ingredients on the back of a red bull can. Look, you know, there's none of that shit you want in your body. With taurine circled, a picture of a bull with its penis strapped into a contraption (laughs) with the words. Hold on. I got to see the picture. I mean, they do jack off bulls. Oh, this post deleted. They do jack off bulls, but that's just to inseminate other cows. The pro, you know who would know, Ed? I know. Kyle, who's that's who emailed me this week to see if our email still worked. Kyle would know about bull semen because he is a cash cropper. He raises cattle. Love Kyle. Kyle, call us and tell us about bull cum. The process of preparing Red Bull. Uh, oh, and then oh, so there's a picture of a cow with its dick in a machine that Kyle definitely owns. But, he, but Kyle's not in the practice of animal husbandry. Well, how does right? he? How does he inseminate the females? Does he just let them fuck? Sometimes they hurt each other. We've seen what happens when no, Barbaro. Yeah, yeah, they have to bring in. They have to bring in a, a stunt mare at first. Oh yeah, so he doesn't fluffer. Yeah, so he doesn't bite the actual mare, and then he they give they let him pump the stunt mare a couple times to get it warmed up. You know what they do, Ed? They let him soak. A little bit. They, they there is soak. a little bit of soaking, but yeah. I don't think they need somebody to jump on the bed. No, now. no, because he's jumping around and then they bring in the other one. So this um, I look, I think I've seen Knoxville do this before where they where they take it out of there and then they then they put it up inside. the They shoot it inside the female and they then they take the uh, the sample size and they dump it on Dave England. Yeah, that's right. Hey, what? You got to come that up dude, with something funny to do. This most yeah. Re- it's yeah. it's still good, but the yeah. most recent movie, yeah. that guy Dave Aikland got yeah. got a lot of the shit. Well, also, also, what about Danger Aaron taking that um taking that slap shot to his dick from um? Or maybe no, yeah, you know, maybe it's da- yeah, yeah, Danger Aaron yeah. is the one who's yeah. taking most of the shit. Yeah, 
Um, also, Steve England was the guy who took a dump in the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the original. Yeah, in, in the Home Depot. Yeah, in the Home Depot. Yeah, the, the guy with the missing Amazing. tooth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So taurine is not bullcum, but is bullcum good for you, Kyle Scani? One, the yeah, one, the right. one good resident of Wisconsin besides Pete Schlitzky, who is who is a a gopher that lived next door to Gary Gaetti, who was on the God Squad. Did Gary Gaetti ever take you and- to church, Pete? Wait, was it? Wait, where? Oh, no, I'm thinking Lee, I Lee. believe. Yeah. In Minnesota, yeah. I believe he knew Ragnar. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Lee's Lee, Lee's very connected. That wouldn't surprise me one bit. He probably does Ragnar, know Ragnar. Ragnar came up this weekend. I was with my buddies and we were talking about like, I, I guess there was some person who was holding out for money to to sing the anthem at Predators games. And I was like, yeah, this guy Ragnar. And we looked it up. He was yeah. asking for like 20 grand a game. And they're like, uh, how about we just not pay yeah. you and you can just go away? Yeah, there's not there's not an across the street for that gig. Right. There's no there's no one there's no one else vying for you. And what was wasn't his regular job like school security guard or something? I don't know. I think yeah. they were they were actually paying him. So like, yeah. I assume he loves the Vikings. Yeah. So he got to be paid like a grand to go see his That's team and be on the field. That's a good gig. It's eight grand good a year, gig. Ed. And he's like, no, I want, I want yeah. 20. Thou- thousand bucks to go to the game. You dress up, you ride your Harley. Also, Ed, let's not forget the, the eight weeks that they're on the road. Some, there's some bar. In Minneapolis, that's like, hey, Ragnar. Oh, yeah, that's true. We'll give you we'll five hundred to come to this bar on Sunday for the game. Yeah, he and Fireman Ed can but, go fuck themselves. But now Fireman Ed, he's just a fan, right? Like he's not actually employed is, by the team. We definitely did a story one year where yeah. he decided. Yeah, he left. You know team. what? Yeah. My services won't be needed. It's like, okay, see you, buddy. Yeah, and now yeah. he's back. Yeah, because because I, I saw the video of him getting dumped. He D- fell. Recently, yeah. Oh, good. There was see the greatest of these guys ever was Danson Barry, who was the Lakers. Who he was a guy that was just like did a lot of cocaine fueled. Yeah, he did a lot of cocaine in the eighties, and he would wear a LeMay jacket. He would dress kind of like a white. He kind of looked like um, if Buddy Holly was doing a Michael Jackson impersonation because he was a white guy, kind of had a pompadour, and then he would rock a LeMay shimmery jacket and like penny loafers and he would dance up and down the aisles oh, at the forum he and then, is really going for it in these pictures oh, you're watching dancing berry and i and, yeah. and then i go and then i was talking to a couple guys i know that claim to be huge laker fans and they're like oh the laker showtime and i go oh yeah i remember dancing berry and they're like huh what what are we talking about i'm like you don't know who the fuck dancing berry who's da- dancing berry they didn't know what the fuck i was talking about After so, the song, well, that's why i'm the biggest fan in his shirt yeah to display dancing Barry where Superman wears his S. Fuck yes. That is a move. Dancing fucking Barry. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Hell yes, the lifestyle's baller Podcasts getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week In sports and culture and whatever We talk 
loud comments can nudge my brothers Grove in some movies and shows in the others Top podcast man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man you know the shit's on top Top podcast man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is for all us TBLS, the lifestyle's baller